to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu. My tell him, is that you? Oh, I should have used my telly man this week. Hey, you know what? Cause that Chameleonaire stuff was hard, man, bro. Chameleonaire dropped a verse for the first time in like 10 years. It was so good. <laughs> it was insane. This is episode 160 of Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code Waifu to save. Of course, they always have new collections out. So check out lucomplex.com. There's another new collection out. When you go there and you check out, use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com as well as our Patreon producers. Hey, shout out to A.B. Aaron Brown. He sent a, he sent me a trailer of that Marauder shit. I can't wait. We're going we gonna to be playing that. Dre the Goat G. Johnny from Anime Lyrical Podcast. Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast. Explicitly, Monique Williams and our boy Nachi. Thank y'all so much for supporting the podcast. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, very, 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 very much. Uh, Mike Check Waifu Waifu is the anime podcast is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CDT. We cover seasonal anime. We uh we basically bring you anime that uh, we feel you should be watching to help you expand your horizons. That's kind of the purpose of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. We're not here to... We're not here to, to just shit on anime all day or, or say anime is great all day. We're just here to give you something that you can watch either either weekly or bi-weekly. If you're watching stuff weekly with us, make sure you stick around for our second half of the show where we do spoiler talk for a certain amount of shows. And I think this week we got to actually determine what our spoiler talk, to- spoiler talk shows are. Obviously, we're keeping summertime rendering. That's a given. It's always going to be there. Shout out to Moody who finally watched it. Uh, which I knew was a show she was gonna love because she also loves Steins Gate. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting f- to hear from Sine from a uh, Blind May podcast because she also loves Steins Gate, and I absolutely know she'll love Summertime Rendering. So you, you know what's wild about that? You said Moody. Yeah, Moody is the reason I heard about Summertime Rendering. <laughs> what? Yeah, she, she was talking about it. She talked about it, and she didn't even and watch I, it until recently. Didn't even didn't even watch it. That's <laughs> wild. Crazy, ain't it? Crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, everybody that's at DreamCon. I believe it's going on right now, right? Or something nah, like that? It's, it's coming this weekend. This weekend. So everybody that's going to DreamCon this weekend, make sure y'all be safe. Take care of one another. Shout out to if you're going, make sure you check out Anime After Dark CH. There's a panel there at 9:30, I believe, at the uh, the DreamCon place. So if you're in DreamCon in Arlington, Texas, make sure you go say what's up to uh to our friends over at Black Anime Podcast and Words Generation Podcast doing that Anime After Dark. Congratulations, y'all, on that panel. I wish we could be there to see it. That will be the only reason when they got that panel. I'm like, damn. Now I wish I would have right. went. <laughs> right. I saw y'all stay masked up. Yes, yeah, stay masked up and just. And, and live that life y'all 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 on the panel go ahead and do it now yeah ha- have a good time but be safe have a good time but be safe for sure all right so 
this week, uh, summer shows is finally in full effect. There's like maybe one more we're still missing, but we can talk about that later down the road. Um, today, we're going to discuss like what we think our surprise is going to be just off of episode one, okay, um, of the summer shows, or in some cases, two. <laughs> uh, what we think about the newer stuff, like uh, the recurring stuff, like Overlord, Classroom of the Elite, so far. We're only going to discuss the first episodes of those um, and more. Let's do this, Tell. But first, before we get into that, my tell them, what is your episode of the week? Uh, I'm not saying summertime rendering because that's too easy every <laughs> single fucking time. Obviously, it's great, right? Because <laughs> I can say summertime rendering every week, right? That's a fact. Uh, Ayawashi. Ayawashi, interesting. The, the soccer anime, man, it's so good, man. It's it's how they relay emotion mm-hmm. and how our main character deals with it, how he overcomes the emotions, and then just getting into it, you know? This yeah. this episode, we didn't even see any soccer being played. It was all about the thought process in this anime, and it was great. I love this episode. Okay. What's funny is that my biggest surprise that we're going to discuss later is different from my episode of the week. Um, and the reason being is that because I want to save this for talking about it later, but I'll give my episode of the week to Black Summoner. Black Summoner is one that fucking it actually shocked me with the way it it, it developed its world at the beginning. Um, wow, I'm sorry. You what? I didn't watch it. Fuck! I didn't even. I, when we were talking it's about cool. what we watched, it's cool. Talk about it. It's cool. Talk I, I didn't about even it. think about it. Okay, Black Summoner extremely fucking interesting the way they're doing this um uh okay so this the, dif- the difference between this and something like uh my isekai life is that what it's called yeah my isekai life yeah my isekai life the difference between this and that is th- this is something where he gets summoned to this world with no he acts to not have his memories from his prior um from his prior life because what that did was that gave him the ability to have extra stats going into whatever this new world is so whatever his old life was we have no fucking clue about it on t- damn this is kind of it's kind of suck i mean i guess it's the first like fucking 30 it's the first episode will be cool yeah it's the first 45 seconds of the episode in general itself but he he said that well during the episode we determined that he also has the class of a summoner which is extremely rare in this world and <laughs> and he requested which we we don't know how he did this or why he did this but he requested that the goddess that sent him to this world um come with him so he has her as right now as a menu she's basically a a, a narration menu until he's strong enough to summon her but from episode one they already established how how to gain power how does how the world magics work um uh and they determined that by the goddess explaining everything to him because he he requested that his memory get erased, obviously. And he's just he's just he's he's just here. He would just plop down here. And from moment one, he does his first fight. And his first flight, funny enough, is we're gonna talk about Mike's kind of later, but it's it's a slime. And the first thing he does is create a contract with a slime. And then that's how he determines on how his stats are attributed to the stuff he can make contracts with. But in this one, I can already predict where this is gonna go. He's going to make contracts with some other characters that's going to make them powerful because of his stat distribution, which is super fucking going to be super fucking unique. And the character himself, his 
his um what's the word I'm looking for? His um I guess his 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 character, like him as a character, he's extremely like I get, I wouldn't call him level headed, but he's like he's analytic. A, yes, eh, not as analytic. He's not he's not Shiro analytic like from Log Horizon or no, no shit like that. But he's just All he's right. just he's just cool. He's just a cool cat. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like my Scott life, but not as monotone. He's more okay. he's more vibrant and 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 full of life. And I'm interested interested to see where he's going to go he said to the goddess when he was summoned at least according to the goddess because again we don't see this yet that he's going to fall in love with her again he the reason why he wanted to bring her with him because he he fell in love with her it's it's fucking it's great it's great but he don't even know that he don't even know that anymore that's correct (laughs) he he completely forgot he did any of that but it's, it's extremely interesting i'm I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going because the animation looks fucking phenomenal i was looking to see what studio did it and it looks actually really good. Satellite Studios. Satellite Studios. That's interesting. Okay. I'm sorry. I really <laughs> meant to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good one. It's an actually a really good one. Super interesting so far. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my episode of the week this week. So, uh, all right. This week. Wait, but before we do I, that, what was what can you say now that for springtime? Let's fucking eliminate summertime murdering because we know that was that was my episode. That was my sleeper. So we can't pick that for spring uh-huh. before we get into more summer stuff, though. What was your biggest surprise of the spring season that you've watched? Um, tough, tough question. Let's, right? let's say. uh I mean, and I, I know it's you haven't watched it, but it's probably my episode of week this week. Ayashi. it's just been for me consistent. It's been good, and I I know not everybody is on the the sports anime train, right? Yeah, but it was, it was it was it's really good, and um, I felt like Spy Family was expected to be good. Absolutely. Um, summertime render, and once it started hitting, I was like, damn, that's good. We expected that. Well, not expected that, but once it got good, it just stayed good. Yeah, it was a sleeper. So, um, so Ayawashi is probably the best out of that season for me. That was like, I didn't expect it to be that good. Um, but it's still it's still ongoing right now. Technically, it's still got like 11 more episodes to go. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, to be honest, man, there's quite a bit of surprises here. Like you got Love After World Domination, that was a huge surprise. Ended up it was being good. really fucking good. Skeleton Knight in another world, and I end up enjoying, even though it was like kind of like turn my brain off and watch, but mm-hmm. I mean, it still had enough development and story for me to actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, Trapped in a dating sim, obviously, was one that we both were shocked by. But mm-hmm. to be honest for me, and this is going to segue into kind of what I want to talk about because it's, it's this particular show in general that's pissing me off with the anime fandom in general. Oh, um, It's Shikamori, not just a cutie, okay? And this ain't got nothing to do with Saphir. Saphir is our homie. That's, that's my boy. He, we had a Twitter conversation about how he dropped it after like episode three or something like that. But a lot of people yeah, dropped it. I ain't heard nobody saying bad about that. Shikamori, not just a cutie, for some reason, gets a, a an, ex, an extreme amount of vitriol from like the I guess the analyst based okay 
They only they mm. gave it. They still gave it a sixty nine percent on on Annie List, which is unusual for something that they actually hate. But for Shikamori not just a cutie, this makes me this this makes me want to go into a, a slight polo rant. So forgive me if I do talk too much. Go ahead. I got your thing. I got to get this off because as I said for this new season year three, I I'm not holding shit back. Um, Shikamori Not Just a Cutie is a slice of life anime. Now, what is a slice of life anime? Slice of life anime is an anime that's based off the slice of life. Okay. So obviously you have adulthood. You have people going to work and, and going through problems at work and some romance pops up or not even a romance period. It could just be work issues or it could be could be little ass kids going camping there's a there's an anime like just kids going camping and, and having fun in the outdoors and it's literally just pure slice of life this one is just the high school life of a guy who has really bad luck with a girlfriend who is very who just happens to be not just a cutie but talented in many other different ways with how she grew up that's it there's nothing else there's no major problem there's no shadow house there's no fucking there's no antagonist there's no villainy there's no problem per se like cheating or or uh or death or or fire or anything like that there's there's nothing there's just this adorable couple doing adorable shit with this guy who just happens to have terrible bad luck and they experience high school and it is by far one of the most wholesome yet still very entertaining shows that you will watch that you could have watched this spring season. This show did stuff to me that like had me like um it's not again, Comey can't communicate to me as a perfect 10. It's a perfect 10 slice of life anime. So I'ma I'ma just I'ma just I'ma hold that there. But Shikamori not just cutie is up there for me as far as its entertainment value, as far as its romance, as far as its um characters like the four main characters that you spend most of your time with you absolutely yeah. enjoy them as as people like i want y'all to understand this as as a slice of life fan myself i some i mean i would consider myself uh an aficionado of of slice of life slice of life do not always have to have some sort of drama it does not always have to have some sort of death or carnage or cheating or just fucking a thriller it doesn't have to have any of that it could just be a slice of life that is just fucking life that's it that's so, it so that's what you what you believe the the issue is is that they don't know what the definition of a slice of life is correct They're, they expect the subgenre attached to the slice of life. They're like slice of life slash drama, not mm-hmm. slice of life, and that's just it. Yes. They're like they're like, I want I want the drama context with it. Why don't you just stick to drama? Because yes. that is still slice of life. Correct. But look exactly. look for that subtext. That's what you want. You don't want the slice of life. You don't want the 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 feel good, chill, relaxing. Yes. You want a little bit of chaos, right? Exactly. Cool. If y'all, if y'all want that, go with that. Go find that. You can, it's not hard to find. You can go to like any list like we use and search on genre. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, it's right there. You got stuff like Kaguya Summer Love is War. That's, that's psychological. Like that's a psychological game between two people who are trying to get inside of each other. That's way more, way more than Shikamori Not Just a Cutie even has. Way but, more dramatic. It, way more dramatic. But it's like, it's just... It's just nice. It's just a nice show to turn on when you're chilling. And I want people to understand that there is 
that that is what slice of life is okay slice of yeah. life isn't always what you guys expect it to be but still give it a chance watch the watch do, you could do the three episode rule if you want to but with this rant in you guys' mind do the three episode rule and understand what I'm saying um, because yes this is a slice of life that isn't doing anything quote unquote again it's not a shot at you fear I know you listen I appreciate you but he was like, there's just nothing going on. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what a slice of life is. It's just, it's just life. But you can still enjoy it. So check out Shigamori, Not Just a Cutie. It had a couple of episodes of the week for me during the spring season. Um, Big surprise. Now, staying with the spring season, what was your biggest letdown, Tell? Something, something that you looked at from when we did our 2022 summer preview that you was like, oh, shit, this looks like it's going to be dope. But it's not gonna be dope. Man. Or that it wasn't dope. Hold up. Let me see. Let's look here. Um Oh shit, I scooted up. I got get my head cut off in the camera. Shout out to I y'all. watched one episode of Black Black Rock Shooter. But <laughs> that, that was not I didn't expect that to be good. I just gave it a chance. Uh when was Orient? That was that, that season, right? No, that was two seasons ago. That was two seasons ago? Because mm. sheesh. I that's still on my mind. <laughs> I done forgot all about that shit. Um, for me, I'll, I'll just... I'll just say... For, I mean, something that we expected to be good that wasn't. The biggest disappointment, obviously, is Rising of the Shield Hero. Um, it ended better than it started, but uh, I lost tail. It ended better than it started, though. <laughs> there you go. It it ended better than it started, but it was still garbage. Right. Overall. Right. But yeah, that's that's all I got. There's the bubble movie and Rising of the Show Hero. The bubble movie is what you said. Okay. Yeah, your mic got cut out before. Okay. The bubble. Movie. My bad. Yeah, that movie was a uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't the worst like Monique mm. loved the movie but I was I was in there like of course she loved this shit I was <laughs> not I impressed was, I, I could not believe it's, that she loved it this much it, it was funny because to just to recollect on that episode that we did of uh, Bubble Popped I think it was called mm-hmm. I mean you were I, I was just knowing you were gonna be like oh this shit was so dope and when I was going to come through, I thought I was going to be the shocker of the two of us. And like, y'all, this shit just wasn't that great. <laughs> and you end up feeling the exact same way. Right. <laughs> I was actually blown back by that. What, what was your biggest disappointment? Oh, I, I said it already when your mic cut out um, or your headphones cut out or whatever it was. It was uh, Rising of the Show Hero. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we agreed on that. That was it, it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was OK. OK. As towards, fuck. The, <laughs> it, towards the end, it got better. Played at the beginning, yeah. that shit was. I guess it was bad. It was yeah. real bad. Nope. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. That's it for spring. That's it for spring. Now to the summer. Tell you were you were saying something before I rudely interrupted you, and yeah, you, you went back pretty, in time. Pretty rudely. Um, <laughs> so hear me, hear me out. Right. Mm-hmm. I binged. I binge watched two anime this week. Mm. Um, one was Classroom of the Elite. Yes. And the other was uh, the devil's a part timer. 
Oh yes, oh yes, okay, okay. Damn, you got them both in? Yeah, well, I only had like four episodes of Clash of the Elite. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. I hate Classroom of the Elite. You're crazy. I swear to you, it, it was one of the least interesting anime I feel like I've ever watched in That's my life. wild to me. I feel like the anime, it, it was like almost a worse Tamadachi game. What? It, it was so, it was so okay as fuck, bro. I, I felt, crazy. I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here watching it and I'm like, I watched it in dub. Because I was like, I'm gonna watch it in dub. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna just binge through it. And I'm watching it. And I'm just like, oh my god, I I could live without this. That is crazy. <laughs> now I did watch the first episode, and I have a different feeling about season two than I have about season one. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be, uh, I'm gonna I'm leave that there. But season one for me, like after watching that, I was like, okay, there's some interesting things here. But I even had to rate it on Annie List after I finished it, <laughs> and I gave it like a four point eight or something like that. Disgusting! You are absolutely disgusting. It was bad, bro. I never heard <laughs> tell be so wrong before. Okay, okay. Hey, call got- me wrong, but let let me talk about let me talk about uh, Devil's a part timer first. Okay, okay. That shows now. Devil's a part timer. Part timer. Also very disappointing. It was it was the most predictable anime I've watched. Yeah, but it's not about that. I understand. Hear me out. It was the most predictable anime I've watched in probably the last like ten ten years or so. But I'm not saying it was bad. I don't think it was bad by any means. You said it was bad, by the way. I just want to make sure I want to get that out there. You said it was bad. Did I say it was bad? It was also bad. That's what you said. It was it was bad. Okay, uh, I gave it like a six. That is crazy as fuck. Because I had to feel like I'd be willing to rewatch it for me to give it something higher than that. that I would not rewatch season one again, bro. What I, the fuck? The devil is a part timer. Was okay as fuck. It was better than a five. It was better than average. It was like a, a six. Insane. It was like a six point seven or some shit like that, bro. It was okay as fuck. I don't know where his taste went, y'all. <laughs> I can't. I don't understand how people enjoyed that, bro. You like, are like crazy. Like it was cool, and it was like the moments that were really cool for me were just when the art style changed or something like that. It oh, was never. Man. It was never anything like the the relationships between the characters. Like what? their relationships were not great, bro. It's a fucking. Oh, it's a parody spoof of the isekai, man. There's no fucking way you feel this I way. I get that. I get what oh, it's supposed it's crazy. to be. I get what it's supposed to be. That doesn't mean it was executed well in my eyes. Okay, okay. So let me just say this. I, I obviously feel completely different than Tell Do on both these shows. Both these shows give stuff that is extremely unique into what it is. Everybody knew that Classroom of the Elite was fucking excellent world building. It it, it it's a entire setup for what the school is and what they're trying to execute with this school and from there it gets pushed to the next fucking level mm-hmm. I, I, so i will give you what you feel about classroom you leave though i feel that's also wrong and like fucking shout out to the voice of deku who voiced the dub version of uh ayoachi i Ayo Kanoji or some shit like that. I forgot how you say his name. But he's fucking, he killed that role, even though he's his, supposed to be just be monotone. You saw the dub, right? Yeah. Yeah, his, his dub, the, the dub voice actors, 
most of the guys' voices were great, but some of the women's voices were like grating. Yeah, I, I, some I of them. I agree with that, but like he, he, Justin Briner, I think his name is from uh, Deku from My Hero. He killed that voice because he's supposed to be monotone and just fucking analytical as hell but that's about the world building so I'll let you get away with that one because in season two you're gonna obviously change your mind and I already know that but yeah I've already like I said the first episode for me already seemed just better like they 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 got into it and they just it's the details felt better it's deeper it gets deeper it gets deeper it's gonna get deeper it could be something that we said before we said it before that sometimes that setup is important because then it gets better. Like, cause I remember, remember when I talked about um, my team romantic comedy snafu. Yeah, I really didn't care much about that first six episodes, and yeah. then it felt like, bam, this is my shit. Yeah, I just didn't feel that almost the entirety. I can, I can again, I can <laughs> excuse, I can excuse the classroom the elite because I feel like that's world building at a lot. I don't know if a lot of uh, every, nobody feels the way you feel about that, but I, I digress. Now, devil is a fucking part timer. Is all about if it's all about the fucking comedy. It's all about the comedy. I it was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. (laughs) The the fact that he was put in the situations that he was put in with the people he was put in and 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 the way they the, the comedic beats for me personally was some of the best. Obviously, the fact that it's it's a a reverse isekai where you have somebody from another world come into our world and basing literally living that normal life was fucking phenomenal Mm -hmm. it gives it gives you stuff that you are (laughs) you're supposed to think about other isekais and go oh that's this is the predictable trope that they're going with from the regular isekais into this normal and they try to normalize it it was so fucking hilarious when you think about it in that perspective that I laughed out loud about six or seven times during the show and for me I'm like this shit is dope dope I loved it absolutely loved it it was it was like as soon as like they introduced all his uh his like his his demons that help him uh-huh. and I, I'm seeing this fight and I'm like okay this shit it's just kind of dope and then I see them go to the other world and I'm like in my mind the first thing I think is Lucifer is gonna be the one to attack him Lucifer gonna be working with the church I'm thinking in my mind like this is exactly what's about to fucking yeah, happen. Fucking and <laughs> I did though. Got spanked. But I was like, I was like, so like, and, and that's why I'm saying I, I didn't completely hate it. I just didn't think it was. I didn't think it was good, bro. It I didn't was, think it was good. It was. So I good. thought that it had. I thought it had some good moments. That's crazy. I thought it had some good moments. Like I okay. loved when Zariel got his ass whooped, bro. I loved it. <laughs> but it wasn't enough. For me to say like okay, this is this is a, a seven it's, out of ten. It's just it's just great for me to see how the struggles right of this most powerful one of the most powerful beings in the underworld or whatever world he came from was just fucking struggling at Whack Arnold's. It was so good. It was so good. It's so good. Okay, but we we'll let you have this too. The coolest concept, the coolest concept about it, and this is what I'll say. This is my favorite part about the show. Was that he was actually caring, and he was trying That's, to become a manager. He was trying to fucking work hard. She was. It's a, it's a that, was that was that the manager part, all that stuff. That's cool. The actual caring part, though, that like he yeah he it was almost like he, it was a facade to say I'm the manager of these people, so I gotta do it. He didn't have to fix the city. He didn't have to care about those people in the city. No, but he still did it, and he could have just went back to his work, left her there. Yep. 
waited till she had time or got her power to try and go there. He could have fucked up. Um, what's that called? Into into Isla. Okay. And then she got back, he already got power. He already got power and been like, all right, look, I done already wiped out all your backup. Dude, me, just remember me, it, I mean, me like, oh. Lucifer, me, Lucifer, Alciel, or I don't know where the, my other dude is, but we here. But, but he, had other, he had two other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my other two people at, but you know, it's three of us now. We about to jump you. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, you bring me back, man. Okay, I'm feeling nostalgic about it now. I'm feeling, uh, love it. Don't rewatch it. It ain't worth it. It is, man. It is. <laughs> it totally is. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm being petty. And, and it's, it's, I get it. It's because I went petty on your shadow house. I understand. I understand. No, it ain't. It ain't about that, though. I swear it's not. I promise it's not. I just, I'm gonna be true with you. I couldn't even finish episode one of Shadow House season two. I'm like, I gotta turn this shit off because they're already doing what I was talking about the week before about Shadow House. Just talking too fucking much. Shut up. Let me figure this shit out. <laughs> the the difference is though is like I, I guess I completely get that. Right? Like I, I completely get why Shadow House can turn people off. Shut the fuck uh, up. Let me experience what you're trying to build here. Right, I can't I just, experience it if you just talk too fucking much. I uh, just expected I guess I expected more from it. I, from I understand. Devil, Devil's no. a part timer. Classroom Elite. I and the thing is is it was funny is I've honestly tried to watch Classroom Elite like three so, or four times before mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. so I, I, I feel that. like my opinion on it is almost justified now after actually watching the whole thing and and like gritting my teeth through it That's i just insane. feel like it's 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 worse I, than i thought <laughs> yeah i think that's some of the best world building uh for a show like this ever to be mm-hmm. honest um because like so, i said it gets deeper so even if the world building is a 10 right like i don't think for me there were enough enjoyable characters what what's the biggest mystery about classroom and elite to you let me see if you what's the biggest mystery for you the biggest mystery for me mm-hmm. i mean it's our main character more or less like what's his background um and his connection to like his dad obviously because obviously he has family connected to this school and how he progresses that's i guess that's more or less how i I look at it it's just the 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 scale to moving forward why why is the school even set up this well i guess more or less that's not that yeah but it's like moving forward like when we when we get to the point where we're moving forward like this like why is this certain person i guess such a pivotal i guess we kind of know a little bit of that too i don't know bro I don't, I don't know maybe i'm not as engrossed in the mystery that's what it is yeah it's there's something bigger with not just the school obviously the school is fucking yeah i think it's outside of the school it's 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 some people inside of the school that is the even more mysterious than our main character i mean Mm -hmm. completely more mysterious that you'd be like okay so you know what the this is this is the classroom of the elite these are the elite of the elite so why is this person this way why is that person this way why is this person that way when we know that this school is based off the elite understand that with the school being the elite you still got these people who are uh, uh, portraying themselves not to be uh, 
I guess uh, I guess the cover is always different from the insides. Let's just say that for yeah, and, for this and I guess I get that too because when you look at the concept of the school, right? You people are being, I guess, almost like snakes in grass. <laughs> like it's a facade, you know. A lot of people are probably way better, way smarter than they think, and then people think and they just don't show it. So, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what everything is. I'll just like I said, I feel like from the from the first episode of season two already, I guess how they how they laid it out just was better for me. But it also seemed reminiscent of season one. I think it's just coming off the coattails of season one. I was just like way more interested in season two. Mm. I guess I was prepped, mm. ready to go, get active. I don't know. I don't know. We don't see. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, back to summer. My biggest surprise. What was your biggest surprise so far for episode ones of the stuff you watched so far? What's what do you think is going to be your biggest surprise? Now, obviously, uh, obfuscating your fucking sleepers. sleeper don't count. So for what I watched, I'm going to have to go with. God damn. All right. I will go with that first episode of Call of the Night was kind of interesting for me. And I know that's your sleeper. Yeah, but it ain't yours, so you can pick it. It's not my sleeper. I was a. Uh, that anime for me is fucking gorgeous. Beautiful. I could stare at it alone and be. <laughs> I could be good. Not to mention anything else. But it's gorgeous, and that was enough for me in terms of like the the to stay drawn in. But to kind of see how things going and just to get more information, I, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm a hundred percent dialed in on it yet. But I do love how it looks. I had to go with something that was probably just, I guess, keeping me more enthralled in general is what is it called, Lacoris Recoil. I'm, I'm gonna say that's probably my biggest surprise so far, and I, I picked it up because Dad needs to talk podcast. We appreciate you, bro. Um, when I shared that thing on our Instagram, he said he picked up something from A One Pictures, and this was the one. So I, I turned it on to watch it. Told him I was gonna watch it. And I was gonna tell Polo this one, the way that these characters are, right? Is just like they how they carry themselves in terms of action. It's an action anime, but we have a character in this anime who is trained and taught to kill. Mm-hmm. But she and has a history of killing. Apparently, she was like the best killer in this like syndicate essentially, and now she's completely against it. She does like uh, rubber rounds and stuff like that. And when she when a, an enemy gets hurt, she'll actually stop and you know do what she can to keep them from dying, and then she'll go on about her day. But it's how she moves. Cause she getting shot at by fully automatic weapons and she just kind of like, it's almost like the matrix, but she's just looking at you dead in the eyes and moves slowly. So it's really dope. I like, I like how this, how this is playing out. Is it a one pictures? It's a one pictures. Like, I know. Is it like, but do you feel? Yeah. It's not, it's not super overly animated, but the little particle effects and stuff like that, that happen. You're like, yep, that's a one pictures. That's That's a one pictures. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. 
Uh, I, I mean, for me, my biggest, my I know it was going to be my surprise. Obviously, this should have shit should have been my sleeper. Um, not that Call of the Night is bad, but obviously, I'm, I'm with you on the fact that it didn't, it didn't, it didn't get me as 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 a first episode until the like the very end. Um, the very end is when I got like I'm like, oh shit, okay, interesting now. But mm-hmm. for me, this shit fucking kind of blew my mind when I watched this first episode. I'm like, what? And that's, what was that? And this is what I was going to pick as my episode of the week, but I decided to save it for this particular portion. And that's Parallel World Pharmacy, bro. Holy. <laughs> Something I got to watch. <laughs> yes, bro. You have to watch this. Okay. And just to, just to give you a little taste. Okay. So it starts off with a pharmacist. He's a, he's an adult man working, working his job. He's working his job extremely hard. He's one of the best pharmacists that the modern world has seen because he's given cures for just all kinds of diseases, but he's doing that unintentionally because what he's trying to do is cure his little sister. His little sister has an illness and he worked, he's literally working himself to the fucking bone trying to find this cure for his sister's saddest shit ever. But he's working extremely hard. He's working, he's working. And he finally thinks he figured out the formula to save his sister, but he has to let uh, a, you know a a medicine that he's cooking up, I guess if you will, sterilize. So he sets the timer for about forty six minutes. Set the timer for forty six minutes. Lay down on the couch, and dies from exhaustion. Just dies. He's just gone. Then <laughs> that's literally the first thirty seconds, the first minute and a half of the show. Then it's obviously an isekai, uh, parallel world pharmacy. He gets awoke. He gets awakened. And again, it's something that I absolutely love about this. And when shows do this and, and do it well, he gets awakened from this girl, from this what looks to be a maid. Um, <laughs> the maid wakes him up and says, uh, Master Master Farmer, are you okay? Master Farmer, are you okay? He wakes up. He's like, Master Farmer, who, who the fuck is she talking to? He says, I'm okay. And his voice cracks because he realized that he's this fucking little kid now. And mm-hmm. basically what happened, he gets tele- he gets transported to this parallel world as somebody else so he basically replaces somebody else because and it's again this is just episode one so i'm going to spoil episode one but this is just get you interested and get you guys interested in watching it but he takes the memories of the 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 kid master pharma uh because master pharma gets struck by lightning and essentially dies (laughs) so the kid dies and then he gets replaced by the the pharmacist uh, from a parallel world and basically getting to this world he has obviously don't know where he is the maid chick is like hey are you okay is everything okay you're awake blah 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 he's like uh yeah but what the hell is going on basically she's she's like well did you lose your memory from when you were struck by lightning and then he just kind of went along with it and basically it starts with them again doing an extremely good job of world building with him with them explaining to him like this is who you are this is your you know trying to help him regain his memories but in that accident, something happens to Master Pharma, which is crazy. I mean, fucking insane. When he gets struck by lightning, he is, uh, don't want to go there. He gets struck by lightning. Go ahead. It's the first episode. It's the first episode. He get, When he gets struck by lightning, he gets to what he, as, you know, the old pharmaceutical, the old pharmaceutical doctor knows, like, when you get struck by lightning, you get lightning burn. What he believes is lightning burn on his arms, but it's essentially the mark of the mark of this world's god and it's based off of like old gods of uh of like japanese origin or whatever but he gets two marks of of that god and essentially (laughs) 
he starts to discover that he is extremely extremely fucking powerful as something as a divine arts wielder is what they call him but he's basically brought up in his extremely rich family they had fucking he 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 goes to his tutor his tutor you know (laughs) this i'm gonna save the tutor part because the tutor part was the best part of the fucking show it was was insane but he essentially becomes more powerful but with his power he gains the ability to do all kinds of different shit so essentially the way that divine arts works in this world you think about the uh, molecular well he thinks about the uh, molecular structure of you know elements and he's able to cast water basically that's how he determines that that's how divine arts work when he determines that he then determines that what if i do this and you think about the molecular structure of you know of chemicals and exactly and he creates different forms of just rocks and shit and blah 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 kind of like a uh world's finest assassin did Mm-hmm. So he basically does that, but he kind of like keeps it on the low because if the world was basically find out what he got, they would be essentially consider him either a god or a monster. So that's almost similar to like what was that called, Wise Man's Grandchild? Yes, yes, uh, s- similar to that, but very, very fucking, very, very crazy first episode had me like, yo, what the fuck. You know, and it's a lot of good Isekai this season because I was literally just thinking about what is it called, Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we did you watch that. that first episode? Yes, I did. On a site that shall not be named so I can get it uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good, though. Um, <laughs> it was good. And um, I was actually surprised with how it played out in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, like, I really enjoyed that introduction to it and like how they just said, you know, who spews this much blood when you kill in the, in the game. Ah, yeah, true. Not realizing that you motherfucker, you actually doing this. This is real blood, bro. <laughs> and then when he realized it was blood, he he like looked at his hand like Nah, that was good. You know what's, I'm, what's, what's go good ahead. about that one though? What's good about that one is the fact that it shows um it shows how this can be because you think about it like in games when you just end the game and you fucking uh, you you I agree to the, all of the fucking terms and conditions of video games especially MMOs they be having like six of those screens right. <laughs> when you hit the uh, I agree terms he didn't read the agree terms and the agree terms once you log in you can't get out <laughs> yeah it did say what did, uh, did you did you pause it and read it yeah okay yeah. I was about to say because I didn't I didn't pause it and read it but I saw it, it said are you fucking <laughs> I'm like okay but he need to go ahead and get ready because he is not coming back from this if he do this and he did not read it so he got fucked um but again they they set up the world pretty well with explaining how shit works from the start now what i don't like about this show so far is i can already tell he's going to be kind of scummy when it comes to these women like if i get a a harem right i want them to not be scummy like Mm -hmm. even though even though i enjoy my mindless high school dd dxd i don't want him to be like that though you know i want want a classy harem yeah, I, I, be the shot kid or some shit. Like, be the overly fucking, the overly embarrassed dude instead of this fucking scummy, touchy feely. Because it just it feels unless they down for it. If they down for it and it's consensual, then I'm okay with it. But if not, then I, it feels weird. So that's I'm hoping yeah. that it is technically consensual. But come you know on, man, it's, like it's a, a slave. Exactly, exactly, exactly my point. Exactly my point. All right, where were you going to go next? Sorry. Uh, the only what? other thing I was going to say is I, I didn't watch this one, but I was going to ask you if you have. It's the uncle from another world. No, I did not. 
I did not. That's another Isekai, but it's a comedy adventure. One. I didn't know if we was gonna jump into that one, but I'm gonna I'm try and watch that one too. Yeah, let me let me give you a little taste of what that one's about because I, I did see a little thing about it. So that one's about an uncle who comes back from an Isekai. This is the very first, very unique. So he comes back from being Isekai back to his normal world, but when he comes back, he still have all the powers. So. You can only imagine how fucking silly that's going to be. The art style is extremely different. It's extremely gritty um, and kind of like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Rough. Mm-hmm. Not, and not rough in a sense of like mob cycle rough, but like rough as far as like like sketch artistically, right? It's like it has a yeah. sketch look to it. So it's, it's super unique. Um, I might check it out. I, when I saw the art styles, I was, was kind of turned off. And normally I, I, I would still give it a chance because of that fucking, that synopsis seems so interesting being returning from an isekai world and he basically he's he's sitting in the hospital he's talking to his nephew like hey you know this is what happened and he's telling retelling the stories and is explaining what happened in the isekai world while still him being in this in the normal world with his power so very interesting so far so i get to come home with my powers come the fuck home bro (laughs) come on bro that's a that's a isekai let me let me go ahead and turn this world upside down real with these powers i got from (laughs) Hente Isla Some shit like that <laughs> Isla, Yo true True Okay So Tell What's up We talked about Call of the Night The music in that Was also fire by the way Yes Agreed Um But we talked about Black Summoner mm-hmm. What's another one We can discuss Uh Another standout For the season I, We obviously We know we're gonna talk about Made in the Abyss this season Oh yeah! Oh fucking! Oh god! Yeah, bro. Let's talk about that. Thank you, because <laughs> you just jolted my memory. I cannot believe I almost forgot about this. Okay. Oh shit! There's another one too. I almost forgot about fuck tell. This is about to be a long episode. Strap in, buckle up, because I forgot to mention. <laughs> okay. My stepmom's daughter is my ex. Mm-hmm. Fucking fire! Now I thought it was gonna be trash. I thought it was gonna be atypical. Uh, kind of like beefing brothers. It, it's so much more than that. It's so interesting because these two characters, particularly the guy character, the main the main male character, yeah, fuck, he's he's uh he gives off Hachiman vibes. You could basically think about this as my team romantic comedy snafu, the after story, essentially, because it, <laughs> it it feels like he made his choice, and when he made this choice. He's now living with the situation, and unfortunately, they broke up. And when they broke up, they mom and dad end up finding each other and getting married. Obviously, his his mom and dad has no idea of their past relations, so this is something completely new to them. But they move in together, and their goal is to just come off as perfect brothers and sisters for their mom and dad while they can't fucking stand each other because they're exes and it is so fucking good because the male character he's extremely smart and and, and analytical he's uh analytical shout out to johnny you also have the the female character who's trying her best to like determine what the fuck he's thinking because you can't fucking read him at all because that's the type of, he's hachiman-esque like that's the type of character he is you can't fucking figure him out and right. it's like this fucking game to them not kaguya summer lovers world kind of game but like definitely unique because he has like it was so fucking good man i'm like uh, well 
I was All you had to do was compare it to my teen romantic comedy for me, and it was going on the list. Because you <laughs> already know how I feel about my teen romantic comedy. That's a good ass. That's a good ass anime right there. This first episode was extremely refreshing. A lot different than I thought it was going to be. So I'm gonna be honest with you. So I turned this on like, fuck it. I ain't got shit else to watch. I'm fucking turn it on. Turn it on, and I'm sitting here with the fucking my hand on my chin face, like, all right, let's see what this is about. And I gradually, gradually started sitting up in my chair more and more. And I crossed my fingers, and I'm looking deeper and deeper into the show. I'm like, damn. Damn, and then it something happens in the show, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" So <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but I think everybody should watch this one and, and find out that what that moment is I'm talking about. Next week, I will tell you got to tell me with that first episode because obviously episode two is gonna be out by the time this airs. But for the first episode, that moment where you're just like, "Oh shit, that's what's going on." I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna see if you feel the same way I feel about who our main character is. It's, it's very very intriguing. Now. Uh, you got a little amped when we talked about May in the Abyss. Oh my God! So I watched that movie, Bruh Okay, all right. <laughs> that movie, but, that movie was a whole lot, bro. Uh, bro, okay. <laughs> that movie was a whole fucking lot. Mondrew for dad of the motherfucking year, because oh my <laughs> God, bro, is a demon. He's uh, a okay. demon. So for context, for context, okay. There was a movie that came out about a year and a half ago called Made in Abyss. I had no idea. We did, though. We knew this, but we just... I mean, we, I knew the movie was out, but I had no idea he was that much of a demon. I knew he was a demon. But we did, though. If you if you listen back at, to, at our episode with Blandame, we talked about yeah. this motherfucker's probably a demon because we <laughs> <laughs> we all said the same thing, both Blandame and us. But we talking about what we're referring to as Made in Abyss, Dawn of the Deep. So now if you watch Made in Abyss season one, you must watch Down of the Deep So because that is the prequel. That is where season two starts after right after that almost essentially. Right. But fuck, bro. To talk about Dawn of the Deep So first, that movie I tell Montel, I seriously, seriously had to pause that movie three or four times to get up and just fucking and just breathe. Breathe, bro. I had to get this shit out of my mind. I, I'm like, yo, I gotta go do something else. I, bro, I, bro, I swear to God, this is true. This is a true story. When I got up one time, I opened my refrigerator, and my fucking food had my food was starting to get condensation because I just held my fucking refrigerator open <laughs> for about 15 minutes because I couldn't go back and sit down and watch this fucking movie, bro. I was, for one, okay. Watching this shit, the music, bro. I, I so many times I wanted to fucking cry because just the music. The was just music was top fucking tier. So fucking good, like it was. It was fucking crushing me how good the music was. And the moments that it would come in and it would go away and it would come back in, and it was build and swell. Like it, and, it was all of that, right? And, and not, not, just to kind of add to what you were saying, what made it, what made it more impactful was that like it kind of gave us this this like steady burn into what was about to happen, right? This like. And, and I guess it, it felt like they was easing us into it, but we knew it was about to happen, right? It, they said he's waiting for y'all. We it, it, we knew what was gonna happen when he waiting for y'all, cause no demon, we know he ain't he ain't playing. <laughs> what he did to fucking oh my god, Melty! It, it we knew that it was gonna be on some chaos when he when we get there. We get there and we think it might be a chance that he ain't on some trash. <laughs> he nah. got a he got a daughter. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna try and be less spoiler. We think, but he got he got a kid here. We thinking he ain't gonna be on that BS, but he on it. 
Oh my god, he's he, on it. He on it. He doesn't care. <laughs> and watch the fucking what, watch the movie, please. What, but what made it? What made it? What made me feel all the things you felt is like how they paced it, right? Fucking like. Ugh. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This movie high key was like a ten out of ten. Yes, I agree. Because everything was just done right, and the the thing is that like they didn't have to build characters for us. We already know the characters in this, except for one, and the other one, we just got more information on on that one more or less. But it was like these characters were exactly what we expected, exactly, what we, and they just either or got better and. And things just, just it was just on point the whole time. And then when we think things, we we got a second to calm down. It was like nope, back yeah. into action. Yeah. And then it was like, cool. We we finally beat beat what's about to happen and back into action. I was like, oh my god, like bro, this is yes. this is intense. This is a lot. It was it was stressing me the fuck out, bro. Like Dragon Ball can never, never any. I don't even think no show could ever. Uh, yeah. Unfucking believable, man. Even okay, because I don't want to go into uh, deep Dawn of the Deep Sea yeah, because to avoid that. we want to avoid the spoilers. Movie was fucking fantastic. Ten out of ten movies, honestly, like true, truly. I buy it. I ain't even gonna lie to me you. Too. Me too. I was just thinking that same fucking thing. <laughs> I will buy this shit. I don't even have anything to watch it on, but I will buy it. Um, I uh, it, I got these crowns on speakers. I <laughs> I watched them, oh them boys. And I was like, oh my god, bro. The music was face. So- Ah, okay, but to and it led into episode one. Even watching episode one, I'm like, come, this is this is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we got new characters. Yeah, new characters, and it was from a different perspective of somebody going down into the abyss from a whole different part of the world, which is mm-hmm. extremely intriguing to even think about. Right, like the world made an abyss world is big, way bigger. And they've done a good job, even in season one, of establishing how bro- how big the world actually is, even with our small little characters, um, which is extremely unique. You think about it, how many episodes was made in this season one? Let me see. Because it felt like it was like 26. But it, it, I don't think it was that many. I think it was just 12, bro. That's fucking crazy, because they did all that building from, from, the, from the top side. They did the building from, and then when they even got into the abyss, they did that building down there. Oh, so good. So many fucking just twists and, and turns. But that's what we talking about when we talk about why anime, why certain anime are good. Yes. Get like this. <laughs> Get like this, bro. Like this is the kind of anime that I I want consistently. Didn't that didn't that first episode of season two feel like fucking forty minutes? It it's, did, and I was like, well, I felt like when I got halfway through it, and I, I wasn't doing it like to be like. Like this is bad. I paused it and was like, "Well, how much time?" And it said thirteen minutes and like thirty three <laughs> seconds. I was like, "Yeah, okay." And I just hit play again. I just lean back and was like, "Just get back into it." Yeah, because and, it was that good. Yep. And we, when we got those new characters, it it seamlessly transitioned to our to our characters. Like it was beautiful. It, and it, what is what is culminating to it? It's culminating to the the two sides coming coming together and again i don't want to talk too much about made in abyss like and as far as like spoilers go because i think it's something that everybody should watch um we we've been singing these praises since episode 50 of my check waifu waifu even before that um but episode 50 for those of you that know i believe it's 50 our 50th episode was with Batman and we did a review of season one and it was so it was so so much fun 
hopefully when season two done we can get them to watch it and uh join us join us again but yeah. i don't i i i can't believe storytelling could be this good um i can but like it's rare to find something this good where you can't even think i'm trying to think of a flaw <laughs> the flaw was that i had to stop Yes, that it was done at some point. <laughs> that it ended. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, um, yeah, very interesting. We are now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Do you have an idea for a great new podcast? Well, you could bring that idea to life and start your podcast today with Lipson. Our podcast has been on Lipson for three years, and we absolutely love it. Lipson has everything you need to plan, launch, and grow your own podcast. Lipson provides some of the best resources created by expert podcasters who will show you everything you need to know, like what equipment you should use, how to record great audio, how to get your show onto Apple Podcasts and other popular platforms, and much more. Plus, as a friend of Mike Check Waifu Waifu, when you sign up with Lipson, you get your first month of podcast hosting for free. There's never been a better time than right now for you to start your podcasting. Visit Lipson.com and use the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Use the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D to get started and create your podcast today. Uh, one I'm probably going to drop And I'm just going to touch on this quickly And that's uh, Lu- Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer That fucking shit stinks It stunk <laughs> I was I like, felt the same <laughs> I tried I was trying so hard I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to give it like one more episode I'm a, yeah, Maybe, I, maybe two And see see what it's hitting for And if it's If that Because like, our main character is not interesting No the he character. has no ambition and it's cool I, I actually like that he was running away from them yes thing. Like, I'm not about to be a but, that was the good part but it was like you know giving yourself to this girl it's, it's just like that like fuck out of here and then the girl yeah, was, she was fucking trash the moment she came in I'm like who the fuck is this Man, I was some not. of this stuff just don't make sense yeah yeah I was not with it I was not with it at all um but Fuck, dude! It's so it's so much, bro. It's so much. I'm so sorry. This episode gonna be a little bit longer. But uh, have you? Did you watch Vermil and Goat? I, I haven't watched that one yet. Oh my god, bro! Okay, it's good. Yeah, go ahead, talk. Actually, go ahead, talk. It's actually good. Okay, so Vermil and Goat is about a student who is a part of a magic school. Think of Shiver and Fell Night. We we talked about this during our summer preview. We knew that this was gonna be this type of show, but this one mm-hmm. is different. This one is kind of interesting because in this school, every student has to have a summons for semester two. Okay, you have to pass your your exam, which is your exam is to summon a creature. It doesn't matter who the creature is or where it's from or whatever. Your your exam is to summon a creature so you can get to semester two and then you can use that creature in different classrooms and stuff like that. So our character, he's he's in school and unfortunately it starts off with him basically talking to his teacher like, hey, um, I can let you make up the exam because you failed. You, you didn't summon anything. You can't summon anything. Um, but... If you can give me a summon within this amount of time, I forget. You know, he gave him a lot of time. If you can give me a summon within this amount of time, I'll let you pass the exam. He uh, works hard. He goes to the library to try to study and try to find a way to maybe find something he can st- summon. Um, he goes to the library. Li- and when he gets to the library, there's 
there's this book at the very fucking top shelf of this huge ass library at this magic school and it just it slowly creeps out of its position and it falls on its head opens up and it's a summoning book uh a summoning book that looks very old timey kind of like fucking um king james fucking original 1865 bible and shit <laughs> just falls mm-hmm. down on his head and busts open and he's like oh this is a book of summons let me take this back with me and try to see what i can do take it back with him he opens the book and he does what opens up in the page that when he fell on his head he opened that page up again and he did the summon now when he did the he summon, summon some craziness he summoned a fucking demon and this is a demon in the mic check waifu waifu state and how we call everything a demon well I guess it is that too because she's a fucking demon on top <laughs> of being a demon <laughs> so he summoned a demon demon she comes right. out and basically it's essentially succubus-esque demon if you will they didn't really say that but it's everything until she has the horn she has the tail she has a big she, she has it all let me just put it that way gotcha. <laughs> and essentially she lets him know like yo you were able to summon me I'm I'm grateful so let's do this contract thing makes a contract with her now she now he's now she's his basically now the thing with summons is that you can carry him around to school everybody has their summons carrying him around and shit so basically he's carrying around this adult woman <laughs> who's his summon who's she's bad too she's a bad one but he's carrying around like this is my summon he has obviously he has a childhood friend or a good friend or something that has a crush on him um and she you know how these Chivalry of a Felt Night things do in the first episode they always gotta have that duel to showcase how this world's powers work and shit so she duels him and like hey if I win this duel then you have to get rid of that that summons and then find a new one or whatever and they but duel they, they can't beat that one they duel comes to find out that she has this special special wind spirit her special wind spirit is extremely powerful she doesn't move our fucking demon blocks it like it's nothing goes up to her and fucking does some seducing shit or whatever the fuck we don't get, get to see what she does but she basically instantly lost <laughs> it was an instant victory for our guy and and we move on but basically what the rule was now she has to uh be friends what he asked for her to do was to be friends with his summons so now they, they have to be friends obviously it's going to be this little beef but the show is extremely interesting because it seems as if the demon has ulterior motive i'm not sure if that's true or not but that's just what i'm getting from it um basically we've also found out that our main character has an obscene amount of mana which is why he couldn't summon anything of that Lord. was too weak that was yeah. too weak because he his fucking mana pool is basically he's demons to the people that he could have summoned so they're like yo i'm not i'm not about to be summoned by that get me fuck out of here when they will see his mana pool coming from the summoning realm or whatever and that's that's essentially the, this that makes sense, and she basically sucks his uh sucks his mana by kissing him um mm-hmm. she infers that there's other ways so she can get it but he said okay let's just keep to the kissing <laughs> <laughs> Smart guy, but very, so you do not do it nicely. Very interesting show, though. I like it. I liked what I watched so far. At first, this was going to be my because I already had the idea for the show layout already. I'm like, okay, this is going to be my surprise because this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be until I watched Parallel <laughs> Parallel World Pharmacy. So that was a uh, that was something interesting. Oh, uh, and then you don't have anything else, right? Nah, I think I think I'm done. Okay. Let me just make sure. Let me, let me make sure I, I'm I'm good. Let me see. 
uh what the fuck is this called there's one that actually caught my eye a little bit shine on bakumatsu bad boys right the name is not the name itself does not really do what i feel like i watched in the beginning justice because i feel like the first episode was very intriguing it's about how samurai basically fuck up the world Wait, this is this is a season two of something, isn't it? Um, Shine On Bakamatsu Bad Boys? Yeah, I thought so. That's why I don't uh, I don't see any prequels. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not. Maybe I was wrong. But, um, basically what happens is our main character, his family is killed by a samurai. Mm. And he could, how he, the monologue works in the beginning, he's talking about how long before he was born, the world was fucked up by or messed up by people before him. Mm. who messed up the world and he's going to try and fix it in the way he can and the way he views it is by getting rid of samurai and he oh, hates shit. samurais oh shit now uh, what ends up happening is that he's a criminal because he tried to fight the samurai because if you understand samurai are normally part of the 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 government you know they right. work for the government so you run up on samurai randomly essentially it's going to make you the bad guy yep so he gets taken in alongside a bunch of other criminals and these criminals they dig a ditch wrap their heads up in bags and behead them so how they show how they show us is they they basically he's getting ready to get sent off to get beheaded Mm -hmm. and i'm like damn this is five minutes into the anime not even (laughs) like it was like a solid three minutes in the anime i'm like bro's about to get get done in but the way they did it was interesting and then they give us this uh this they give us this whole scenario where our guy basically has to become a samurai to to get the revenge for his family that he wants to get mm-hmm. so he has to become what he doesn't want to be and even even like halfway through the anime and further on he's fighting you know that ambition to be a, a samurai because he doesn't really want to be a samurai he doesn't want right. to use a sword like they got but, codes and shit that i'm sure he don't want to follow Right, but he doesn't. He's not going to be able to fight the people that he's going to have to fight with just his feet and his hands. Mm. He's going to have to use a weapon. So it's it's interesting so far. And the art style to me, it's like this. It almost is like you know how uh, you ever watch one of those movies, the kung fu movies, where they're writing on the paper. Um, I'm not sure what they call it. I'm not sure. It's calligraphy, yeah, but it almost like the way that textured paper is. It oh, looks shit. like that a bit, okay. and it kind of mellows out as you get more into the anime. But it begins off like that when they kind of show like the history and the the past and stuff, and it just looks so cool. But it, it's actually very interesting. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it some episodes to to keep going and see if it's actually good. Uh, but the first episode was in, enjoyable enough. His name is Ichiban Boshi. Hey Ichiban. Hey, that name is uh for the main character Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, <laughs> That's dope, and that means like but number one. Yeah, you can tell who's all the main character because everybody who's a main character got crazy. Got, got <laughs> what? Water. Wait, they got what? Every, everyone who's a main character has crazy ass hair. Uh, like yep. okay. <laughs> this anime, literally everybody who's a main character hair is wild as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they like Power Rangers with the hair, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh so and then one more for me before we move on to Overlord 4, obviously, is when will Ayuma make his move? Um, 
this is one that's kind of like that uh, I Harin show from last season. So it might not be as it might not stay on my week to week. I might just let it build up episodes and then watch them all. But I kind of like it better so far because what it is is it's about these two. It's it's this guy's um it's a main character guy who's like this kind of bigger kind of monotone guy with no kind of don't share his expressions um per se on his sleeve definitely share his emotion but he doesn't share his expressions uh too often like he doesn't change his expressions but he's basically in this shogi club with this one other with his senior basically or his senpai as he calls her and she's basically trying to teach him how to play shogi or uh she's just playing him a shogi to, to show him the ropes and shit like that but she's like fucking great at it and his goal is to basically beat her and shogi once before he confesses his love to her and her goal is to just get him to confess his love to her because she likes him too so <laughs> Kind of Kage Sama Love is world war-esque, but like a lot less, you know, dodgy and, and, and cryptic. This is more so of uh she kinda likes him. She kinda knows he likes her because what he does, he he goes boss to the wall. He just be like, Hey, I think you're fucking cute. I think you're beautiful. I think you're you have an amazing smile. He just says all this shit that is super embarrassing to her and that she enjoys and she's like kinda like, Well, you should ask me out then and kinda doing shit like that, but he's like all right, that's enough playing these games. Let's get back to Shogi. <laughs> like he's internally trying to internalize the fact that he likes her, but he doesn't want to tell her until he can beat her as Shogi. And essentially, she doesn't know that, so she keeps kicking his ass in Shogi. <laughs> so oh, <I> <laughs> it's 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 it seems cute. Um, something I'm not going to talk about probably next week or the week after or. But, but to make ago. his move is a uh, is a it, well, that's not a double entendre, is it? Because uh, he, he's supposed to be making his move to get with her, but he's hey, also supposed to be making his move in Shogi, Shogi, right? <laughs> that is a double retinder. You go. You go, Shell. <laughs> All right, man. And then Overlord 4. Hold up. Oh. We, we got to take Overlord into, into uh, spoiler talk? We, we are, but we obviously got to discuss it for the people, too. Like We got to tell right. them how we feel about it before we go into spoiler talk. So, quick thoughts of Overlord 4, season, Overlord 4 episode 1. Initial thoughts. I, I I always love when this when this anime and I, we we talk about this specifically in general. Yeah, I love when Izakai get political. Yes, and I don't mean political in like the real world sense. I mean like political in their world. And what Ains did in this episode in terms of you know politicking, yes. world building, and building his kingdom. Yes, fucking it, greatness, man. It, it starts off as almost every season of of Overlord does with helping you understanding what's next at the beginning of overlord they always determine what's next and beautiful setup for what's next and we're gonna talk about that in spoiler talk so speaking of going into spoiler talk before we get to know my check waifu waifu what are we taking to spoiler talk this week usually we do three so for sure it's gonna be overlord uh, I think Classroom the Elite will make it there. Um, and uh, we still doing summertime rendering. Yeah. Um, the Devil is a part-timer. I'm just going to be honest with you. When that airs, I'd rather have that in sports. But we're going to see because I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I got to watch this next episode. We'll see what this is like. But I don't, I don't know. Uh what, what do you think we should do for uh, spoiler talk? For just this week, let's do. Uh, oh, we got made in the biz too, though. Oh shit! 
I mean, those are three right there, right? Fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we might have to rotate spoiler week a bit, man. Yeah, we might have like to. spoiler week. Okay, so we we're not gonna talk about Made in the Abyss this week. Let's throw in my Isekai life for spoiler talk this week. Okay, because we didn't really talk about that in the first half of the show as detailed as as we did everything else. But I think we do. I think it does deserve that. Um, yeah. So when we come back, well, no, let's get to know my check white for food now. This is part of the podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator. The other reads a question associated with that number. How many questions is in the list? Nineteen. Hey, nineteen. We questions. almost done. We almost out there. We gonna we gonna refresh our questions. Two eights. Uh. That's wait, what'd you say? I was thinking like, wait, 28? No, you meant two eights. All right. Yeah. We got, uh, oh, I mean, this ain't gonna matter. What's your favorite holiday? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's my favorite holiday. Nothing. I don't, I don't have one. Your birthday? No, I don't consider my birthday a holiday. It is. We celebrate you on your birthday. <laughs> um, Polo's favorite holiday is a day Mike check wife wife food. There, there it is. Um, there it is. Although I, something like that. Although I currently am not a big holiday person, uh, Christmas has always been big for my family when we mm. were back in Cleveland. So I do love the spirit of it in terms I of like being with it. family and shit. But I hate, yeah, I don't really celebrate Christmas because I don't really fuck with that. But I love being around family and yeah. what that means. So that's really about it. I fucking hate snow. I hate Christmas music. I hate all of it. That sounds like the fucking hey, Grinch. But I just I can't <laughs> stand it. I don't like Christmas music either. It's so fucking gross to me. It's like gross to my ears. It's grating, if you will. All I want for Christmas. I can't stand that shit. Um, no, I'm gonna say the only Christmas music I did like was uh, what's his name, Michael Jackson. I hated that too. And but everything else. It was not it for me, man. Just nothing about Jingle Bells rocks. Just nothing. Yep. <laughs> None of that shit is good. And in the snow, I can't. I mean, I I hate snow all the time in anything like MMOs. But you won't be seeing snow anytime soon. You Probably. hate snow MMOs. <laughs> I hate snow. I'm telling you, even if they got it in MMOs, video games, the only time snow was acceptable to me was when Red Dead Redemption Two dropped. And that first level when you're on your horses and you're getting out of the blizzard with uh with Arthur and the gang, that shit was so dope because it was just so. Hello, fucking... be playing SSX tricky and be like, nah, it's <laughs> too was... much snow. It's <laughs> too much snow. <laughs> That game has a special fucking place in my heart because that was my first PS2 game ever. Shout out to my Aussie tie-in for mine. That's that PS2 for Christmas. He said, hey. too much snow. Take it out the game, man. The music right, is snow, good, man. but I need, I need it on skates. We ain't doing the snow. SSS Tricky got a special place in my heart, though. I ain't gonna lie. It's a good-ass game, bro. It, it really is. It really is. Um, All right. When we come back, we're going to spoil Overlord 4. Uh, my used to call life and summertime rendering. We'll be right back after this.
And welcome back to episode 160 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe. Um, uh, check out the video versions of the podcast. We have a couple of people watching us there. I do want to give a shout out to somebody. And this could be you, but you playing. But <laughs> I don't know why I went there. Give me a second here. There he is. MJSTX for commenting on the uh, on the YouTube video and saying, hey, keep them coming. We appreciate you for watching them, man. We appreciate you. Um, Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube. YouTube.com. Just search my check wife wife for you. will find it. All right. So before we get into the spoiler talk, uh, while you were away during the break tale, I received a tweet. Uh-oh. I received a tweet from underscore light skin Rob J. He says, uh, I don't know if y'all talked about this, but Chainsaw Man manga is back tomorrow. How y'all feeling about it? He said, just general thoughts. You don't have to go into spoilers or anything. But uh, how you feeling about Chainsaw Man being back tomorrow? Uh, I enjoyed the manga. I know you you binged it. Yeah. Um, you? Um, here's my thing. And I'm not sure if this is like a testament to how good it is or not. But I feel like I got to let it build up before I start reading it. Like, I don't want to just jump right back into it immediately. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let it go. Um, there's very few manga I read week to week. Yeah. Uh, while I thought the manga was okay, I just thought it was okay. Uh, am I excited about it coming back? I'm excited about it coming back because I feel like I do want to see this arc that he's going into now with kind of trying to live a pseudo normal <laughs> life, right? But like, and we know I, how that's gonna turn out, right? I don't really care that much. To be honest, um, I don't really care that much as as much as I care about JJK's manga. I think Chainsaw Man is going to be fine. It's going to be a, a good. You know what I'm I'm dreading? I'm gonna just fucking say I don't care. This year three. Uh, you know I'm dreading Chainsaw Man coming out as the anime, and the reason why I'm I'm looking forward to watching it, but I'm dreading it coming out because it's gonna be like it's gonna be like those same three people that watch like One Piece, fucking Tama. Uh, what uh, what is it? Uh, what's the fucking show with the high school kids, gang members? Uh, Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers, uh, Vinland Saga. It's gonna be those people that watch those three or four shows that are gonna fucking suck the dick off of Chainsaw Man, and it's gonna <laughs> annoy the shit out of me because those. I'm gonna be honest with you; those are the most fucking in, intolerable people to deal with on the Twitter timeline. Um, not that I give a fuck about the Twitter timeline anymore because I don't really uh, navigate it as often as I used to, but mm-hmm. those people are going to irritate the fuck out of me. I'm, I'm going to see the this is greater than Bleach fucking arrows. I'm going to see the this is greater than JJK arrows for the anime. Like the anime is going to be fine. The story of Chainsaw Man itself is just fine. I I, I don't want to deal with the bullshit, bro. I just don't feel like dealing with the bullshit. I know those fucking same those are like the people you know those remind me of i'm fucking going off right now i'm popping off those remind me of the people that that play madden that play 2k and that play assassin creed every year and no other game in the video game world like those are those type of people <laughs> i.e like my brother and shit like those are those are those type of people i couldn't stand in the video game world that i can't stand in the anime world they watch vinland saga one piece jjk he- he, like, Polo said, Polo said, the, y'all, the, y'all, the people that, that play 2K and you could just update the roster in the game, <laughs> but instead you go out and buy the new game. Every with, fucking you know, year. 
with no extra no extra incentives to actually play the new game. And they pay Just, they paying $150 for those uh, V-Bucks or whatever the fuck they use for their my players and shit. Like, those are those type of people, and I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to enjoy While watching. While this, while this is the spoiler section, this is also a, a, a slight polo is not slandering you section. He's I'm slandering saying, saying what it is. Well, He's just if, saying what it is. If you, if you offended by it, I guess what? I don't really give a fuck. Um, that's that just means broaden your horizon, expand a little bit. Fucking the James Webb Telescope is launching the air, and we taking ga- pictures of the earliest parts of the galaxy while you still watching fucking Villain Saga and calling it the best shit ever. Villain Yo, Saga, I gotta do some artwork with that picture, bro. Villain Saga is great. Don't get me wrong, but there's so much more that's even better than Villain Saga. I said it. It is. Villain Saga is great. But it's so much shit better than it. It's so much shit better than JJK. It's so much shit better than fucking uh, Tokyo Revengers. Like those, fuck, I can't stand those people. All right, sorry. I had to pop off a little bit. Do I put the antagonist music behind that? Nah, I ain't got time for that yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I'll pop a little pen in the back of that. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I'm about to be chilling. We recording in this seven. I'm, I'm. This is the difference between when we're recording that late at night and we're recording at fucking seven thirty p.m. or six thirty when we started. It's like he, he got some energy. Or I'm pop the fuck off. I'm popping the fuck off. <laughs> this, is, this is not a rant section. Section. We don't rant in this part of the podcast. I know. Shout out to Rob for doing that. Um, damn light skin Rob J. Uh, <laughs> have a good time at DreamCon, bro. Thanks for listening as always, man. Let me know. <laughs> let me know what you think about what I said there. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the spoiler talk. We're, we're, I think we should start off. I think we should save My Isaka Life last. Give people time to watch that first. Like, hey, go watch My Isaka Life and then come back to this. That spoiler. Yeah. And then start off with Summertime Rendering or Overlord yeah. 4. Summertime Rendering, I guess, because that's, that's already been on yeah. our bucket list or on our in our uh, menu in general. That's smart. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Summertime Rendering, we can just start there. Kicking facts. Hot fire. Uh, summertime rendering is fucking still great, dude. What the fuck? Okay, so this fucking you know what the show does good? Everything. Yeah, but beat your ass with a curveball, bro. When Renosuke came flying out the fucking window with his arm, well, his her arm blown the fuck off. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Because I was expecting it to go the exact same and they set me up for that. And I was expecting it. I didn't, I didn't expect anything more. I, I truly, like, I was truly shocked when I saw her come flying at him. It's hard to say because it's a split personality type of thing, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. When you saw her fly out the fucking window, bro, like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, because I thought that was it. I thought that was it. Because the big motherfucker hopped out. When the big motherfucker hopped out with the four arms, he grabbed uh uh Shinpei. And when he grabbed Shinpei, I'm like, oh, well, that's it. Nah, motherfucker. That ain't it. Cause you yo say swipe, motherfucker. <laughs> I guess hey, right the fuck off. But <laughs> but hear me out. I was blown back. Here's here's the thing about summertime right I know I say this every week. They give us information. Yes, bro. Every fucking time. That you don't even think was, about until they What's crazy here. is that we said this. We said this about her branding him episodes ago. Yes, man. And yet, for the first time, the brand has been mentioned yep. by not only our main. Our main protagonist, he said. I don't know why his mic cut out. 
Oh, my, my bad. It not only has it mentioned by our protagonist, but our antagonist now. Yes. Um, and it's beautiful in a sense because that's been there. We always have that thought. For what, like four episodes, yes, five sir. episodes at this point? Yes, sir. And it's it hasn't gone away, but we know that it's actually there for tracking him. Mm-hmm. She knows where he is. She knows what's going on. And we also know that she can go through Inosuke's memories. How did that happen? I don't think they've given that to us yet, though. I thought they did. The reason being is because you remember when they when he grabbed the gun or no, when Hizuru grabbed the gun and Hizuru grabbed Shinpei or something or Ushio or something like that protecting him for her from being shot by our, our old dude that's when mm-hmm. all the memories flashed up and that's when that that's when I'm assuming it, that happened it could be that uh, and it, I'm, I'm just throwing I'm just grasping that straws when sure. I say this yeah. because we did see that when they touched when he touched Ushio mm-hmm. the memories all came in I think that maybe uh, Ryanosuke his memories themselves are like actually just a, like a shadow mm. like a copy. you would yeah, think of like how uh, Hizuru is the real, real person, mm-hmm. but the memories themselves are just another copy paste, like a shadow. Yeah. So that's why Hein um, would be able to go in and see what's going on because she can see essentially all the shadows, right? Mm-hmm. They're all a part of her. So if his memories are just another part of the shadow, then that's what it is. Mm. That's hard. That's, to, that's what, I'm not sure yet though, because they ain't gave us they ain't gave us that information. Yeah, that's but a they, thought though. When they give us information, it's fucking crazy every single time. But like you said, once Ushio chopped our boy up this time, they go into essentially He's a ruse memory. Yeah. They go into what they call scenes. And that's why I love yeah. that. that that right because if initially it didn't come off across as scenes it came off across as they were just intangible in the the regular world right so he's walking around he says oh the scene changed and i love that because it's called summertime rendering you would think as an artist or a photographer or something like that calling the scene was beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you felt that too bro Uh, but we see you know uh was that that was that was Ryanosuke and he's walking to the cafe mm-hmm. they walk in the cafe we see our main character cannot open a door so he just kind of phases a scene change they go inside they're seeing the interaction we get to see how our how our characters are reacting with other people um Hizuru is her normal uncomfortable self and and you know awkward and shit yeah when it comes to these environments with a ton of people yeah they leave Scene change. They're in front of the hospital, the old rundown hospital. Now, what what's interesting about that is I'm a I'm gonna just say it was the very fucking end. Mm-hmm. She knew Heine from whatever scene that was or whatever memory that was. She already knew her. Why? We won't know for probably three another three episodes. <laughs> but why, bro? Why are they playing with us like this, bro? I don't know. What do you think that could be? I think Hine just fucking manipulating. 
I don't know if it's manipulating, but I think that well, it is definitely manipulation because sure. she's she already manipulated the family before into yep. just taking care of her yep. and making them think that you know if she can if she gave them a shadow and made them feel like this your wife the entire time, you know, then she can do clearly other things too. We see we don't we don't know the extent of what the shadows can do. Oh. We like I said when we saw that she had coral and other non-living things or things that need to be at the bottom of the ocean to even exist on land you know at this point can shadows can houses be shadows buildings be shadows what 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 is the capacity of these shadows yeah i listen this explains this explains why hizuru has this such uh I guess drive to correct what's going on on this island because she didn't have to come back and do the shit that she's doing but she I think she feel like she needs to because of that memory that she had of Heine and who like meeting her and possibly contributing to this whole fucking thing in the first place like she probably woke some shit up back then and that's what led to her you know becoming friends with this quote unquote ghost girl and now she probably opened up the whole can of worms for this entire island to be what it's going through right now. And that's why she feels this obligation to return it back to normalcy. Because again, <laughs> why the fuck would she have to come back from that Ushio message? Like that Ushio message, yeah, came to her phone and she decided to come back because of that. But like she didn't have to, you know? And from the, the way this show is structured, I feel like she knew that. So nah, I ain't got to worry about this shit no more. I'm out. But. And it's probably because her brother was living with her um, in a sense. And she's like, yo, I got to get this revenge for my brother too. So that could be it. But who knows? We don't know until they fucking tell us. The writer said, no, nah. no, nah, you gonna know when we tell you, bitch. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's move on. Overlord for bro. Hard to move on, so I'm so good. All right, Overlord. Um, As we determine that politic and usual is fucking sick, man. So, as y'all heard before, we talk about the politicking. Um, not only does our our, our guy Lord Ains Al Goon, um, the Sorcerer Kingdom King. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's a nice ring, uh, right? Right. Not only did he come through with some new threads dripping in red and gold, though. You like the red with the trim gold? I'm like, come on, bro. I I did, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. (laughs) First of all, you said you think it looks silly. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I just like red, bro. I know. And I I do think, I think it would have looked better had he had some kind of, I guess, almost like a head ornament or something that just didn't make his head look so awkward because he's just a a big ass skeleton. Yeah. (laughs) A red ass robe on. But it's like, yeah, if he legit had like a little, it it didn't even have to be like a thick ass crown. It could have just been like a little ass crown or something like that. Something that just showed that, Mm -hmm. you know, he irons out fucking goon. But the the fucking robe, the, if he, if he was a human with that on, we would have thought that was hard. That probably would have been better. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like a but, normal sized human instead of right. big ass cocky as undead. Wait, how do you cocky in <laughs> undead? I don't know. Right. Uh, but I I I enjoyed uh, how that looked. But also, um, him. Well, what he was signing, he was signing off on laws and stuff, right? Yeah, d- determined on whatever the fuck changes that they were going to make. Um, Even though he he couldn't read them. 
Yeah. I think he could get the gist of them, but he couldn't read them. Right, right. And he was just kind of stapling off. He even put some shit out there, and <laughs> and Albedo wasn't for it. Like the she whole was like, that sounds horrible. Uniformity. Like, I don't know who decided to write that in there, but we're going to make sure we fucking behead him for doing it. He's like, oh, it was me. I thought it was a good idea. But obviously, he don't. It seems like Momonga or uh, or Eyes or don't know shit about governance. So this mm-hmm. is going to be interesting to see what Demi Urge and Albedo come up with because them two are the ones that's kind of uh, politicking, really. Um, there was... I wanted to save this for this first episode because I wanted to see if they were going to do it. There was something that was cut out of season one that's extremely interesting to me. Um, and... Maybe it's gonna come later, but I doubt it. But I want to see what you think of this because this is something that they that was in a light novel that's not here. Albedo during season three, Albedo asked Ains if she could set up a task force. Okay, task force with Pandora's actor. Okay, so it's gonna be Pandora's actor and Albedo, and they're tasked. They're gonna be tasked with you know with a few underlings or whatever with finding people or investigating. While he runs the, the the kingdom, investigating people they feel came from Idrisil, or trying their best to find people that came from Idrisil. But the theory going out there is they she asked for that position because what she wants to do. Okay, this is just a theory. the The whole the task force is real, but the theory is that she wants to find people from Idrisil so she can kill them mm-hmm. because she feels like. If anybody else is from Idrisil there, they're going. She's they're going to take away Ains from her. What do you think about like th- them removing the whole task force thing of Albedo and Pandora's actor finding people from Idrisil? We don't. Nobody knows. Not even people in the light novel knows what Albedo was going to do when she found them. But just them cutting that out made me even more curious as to why they did that. Uh. That's hard because I almost feel like we got to read the night light novel more to really get into that detail. Right. Because Albedo, while she has this undying allegiance to Ainz, she rarely agrees with what Ainz agrees with um, until, you know, he says, this is what I want to do. Um, and it kind of plays out in a good way. Now, I think that. Her, the thing is with, with that is that she, I don't think that the idea of Ainz leaving, like Ainz won't leave them. Yeah, that's you not know? He, 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 he values them. We but know that. You think about like them being strong enough to take take him? No, 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 no. We know we know that Ainz isn't going anywhere. That's not his initial goal, even if they find people to interest him. We're just thinking about the mindset of somebody who's who's been programmed to be madly in love with mm. him. You know what I'm saying? Like she's thinking, like, oh, if so she's, she's trying to eliminate anything that could possibly any any possible threat to him being removed from power or the game or whatever this world. So basically, what you're saying is he created a demon by uh, yes. saying madly in love with me in the setting. That that's exactly what the theory is. Because why yeah. else would she want to find Idrisil players? Like she she don't give a fuck about her creator anymore. Like her creator don't exist to her no more. It's all about eyes. And she she in the light novel she also because you're right we should have we should read it but I don't it's a lot uh it's like eight hundred some pages per fucking volume yeah. it's too much but she she hates the fact that he took the name eyes because she fell in love with Momonga 
Um, <laughs> like there's there's things about Albedo that's like she just internally can't stand that Ainz is doing because she feels Momonga is the greatest being of all time. It's the her baby, her love, and that's who she wanted him to be. Like for instance, they actually kept the scene which was in the light novel too, where the Ainz will go like the flag of Ainz was knocked down in his room when she was in there it was on the floor they showed that scene for a split second but it was mm-hmm. on the floor because she hates the name Ainz because that that means it envelops it, it, it's, it's it's not Momonga she hates the name Ainz yeah. because it's not Momonga and she's madly in love with Momonga so like it, there's a lot of small shit that with that slight change that slight tweak he did to Albedo that completely changes who she is and how she acts towards everything so that's a that's a small little piece of just some intriguing story that I feel like was uh is not as prevalent in the uh well it's kind of prevalent because we can tell that like, she's fucking crazily in love with him yeah. with, the, with the whole last situation right and that makes sense but I would love to see I would love to see that develop more mm-hmm. because that's actually a really good plot point because you would think that although she doesn't want to necessarily fight Ainz it would put her in a position to unintentionally create an issue for yes yes bro that's what i'm saying you exactly that's exactly right that's exactly how i feel about it too it's it's intriguing man it's so intriguing that world is intriguing. i think i'm gonna buy the volumes of the manga just to have them on my my bookcase over here <laughs> just because i'm just so invested in like what that is and it's, i just think right. it's so good but um so my question to you is what do you feel about him and his proposition to the adventurers guild that was the, that shit was gold yeah, okay good good <laughs> i felt like that was the best shit that we've gotten probably in a very long time now hear me out that idea instead of having adventures just be police making them into something that serves them so they can serve him is fucking genius now did eyes come up with that i think he did that on his own mm-hmm. because obviously demi urge and albedo think of these fucking people as trash so i think he did that on his own because of his knowledge of mmos and how important adventurers guilds are in the world of mmos him taking his real life knowledge of mmos and and, and utilizing that in this new world quote unquote new world because i still i still personally this is just something i don't know yet i still feel like this is idrisil just in like the future or or the actual world while Idris still took place in the heavens but like that's just my theory that's like I heard that from nothing from all the research I've done that's just literally my idea but like I feel like that he is like knowing that the adventure guild being important and building that back up to be something so powerful that no other kingdom will be able to fuck with him because every other kingdom like like he said in the show like other adventures guild is not even a part of the kingdom technically and, yeah. with, and with that, they can literally do whatever the fuck they want and become rogues and just do all kinds of crazy shit to the king that caused the, the king, other kingdom's problems. Not in the fucking, not in the supreme fucking sorcerer kingdom king world. Right. He's going to make them, but, he's going to congeal them into something like a, a fucking force to be reckoned with. And like he said, like you said as well, that concept of them being security because his people they can go out into the world they can do whatever the fuck if he wanted to take over the next neighboring country definitely could um the issue is is that they're not they're not friendly 
they can't make friends in a neighboring country. Like, yeah, Sebis can, but <laughs> that's one out of however many fucking servants, right? Yeah. yeah. So we got one person who can actually legitimately go out into the world and make a friend. You not really getting much adventuring or you're not finding out much. But if you can actually have an adventurer's guild, right? And the, the cool thing is, is that the way I see it is because the adventurer's guild isn't, it's not necessarily an ind- a independent company. It's individuals who can travel from land to land, king- kingdom, they always have somewhere to go and pick up work and go and do something. So that means that you can go be an adventurer in three other kingdoms. You come to the Sorcerer King's kingdom and say, okay, I want to pick up a quest here and I'm going to go adventure here. Now all of your knowledge of adventuring and traveling is beneficial, not just to you, but it's beneficial to this kingdom. And you might actually find more purpose in staying in there. That's his whole point is that he's giving people a purpose to stay here, but also travel here so he can see. Ainz is a genius, even if he's not intentionally being a genius. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he thought of this himself, but this is this is a, this a genius move. It really is. It truly is like the most like thoughtful he's been as himself. Because again, mm-hmm. whenever he has to take his knowledge of MMOs and, and utilize it, that's when he's at his top, like his his peak. And whenever he's like doing normal politics and shit, obviously that's not that's not for him. <laughs> so right. I'm intrigued to see what's gonna happen next. We get a new episode by the time this episode airs. So Tuesday is when Overlord comes out as long as as well as Mike Check. So y'all got a double treat on Tuesdays this season. Um I absolutely love it. I think uh this season's gonna be special. We shall see what it looks like when we when shit starts to hit the fan, though. If that ugly ass three D come out again, uh, CGI, I mean, not three D, same thing. But <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's uh, it's proper now. All right, hopefully. All right, and then moving on. We don't have to stay on this too long because this has already been a long episode. But that's fine. Shout out to my Isakai life. We didn't really go into detail on it. What did you think about your sleeper first two episodes? Because didn't they drop first two episodes? Yeah, first two episodes. Um, so, uh, how our character himself, he's he's that kind of, I feel like he's the kind of main character we normally like, quiet, calm, analytic. Uh, he's not as like high energy and whatever, but he is still very, uh, I, I would say, aware of his surroundings and situations. Yeah. Well, you know what I like about it? I like What's that. Up? I like that his previous life is leaked into this one. So yeah. you know how people when and they art style they do for it. Yeah, well, you know how when they when he come from another world, they get excited. They're like, "Oh, another world, time to live!" Blah 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 blah. No, he's like, "Look, I fucking I was an office jockey <laughs> or junkie or whatever. I've been taken advantage of, and literally it killed me. It literally killed me. So I'm coming to this new world with my same. Listen, I'm fucking melancholy. I'm." I'm a fucking worker and I just do work and his you could tell he has PTSD from his past life essentially. Yeah. And that PTSD is going to be probably the only antagonist that's going to affect him because this motherfucker is powerful. Yeah, he actually is pretty ridiculous. And you could see what you talking about in the second episode talks about okay, these girls are trustworthy but the guy that was helping he he finds out who he is, what he's 
and kind of handles that situation relatively quickly. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, even with those girls, he's like, I don't, I mean, I trust him at all, but I feel like I'm going to be the one doing all the work here. And I don't yeah. really want to go through that again. Like, you could tell that shit is going to, that shit is going to keep coming up and keep poking them and keep poking them and keep poking them until something happens, you know? I don't, I don't what's, know. What's got to be cool about it, though, and I almost feel like it's, it's meant to be that someone who probably was doing all the work in a previous life now is a summoner. <laughs> that has, but the thing is, is you would think it's still him though. That's what he. That's what they. Oh, never mind. It's still. It's still technically like his power. But if you saw, like he can cast his power through the slimes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just make sure, because I was just about to say in episode three, which I kind of watched ahead because it came out today. And they were recording this, which is Monday, because we usually record on Sunday. You. They. He. Basically, yeah. when he's with these girls, he says, like, it's still me, but I'm doing it through the slimes. He says that. So, I just, yeah, but the slimes are still technically independent of him. Right. So, like, the slimes can carry stuff, do stuff. Yeah. He's using his power to enforce what the slime can do. Mm-hmm. But he also consistently will always have a team. He's got Proud Wolf. Yeah. He got a shit ton of slimes. Shout out to Proud Wolf. <laughs> Proud Wolf is like, Proud Wolf feel like, I feel like is. Uh, outspoken half because Proud Wolf seem a little pessimistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you? How's your name, Proud Wolf? And you acting like that? And you not so proud or confident or? I like that man. I, I like. You know what I like? I like the fucking thing they do when he was uh when he was on top of the tower and he was casting those spells to stop those demons from coming to that town. And he mm-hmm. fucking pulled up his his UI basically, and he was casting shit. But when he pulled it up, that animation of that camera when it twisted. And did the whole curve monitor thing and he was fucking clicking shit. I'm like, oh, that shit's dope. <laughs> I'm like, that shit is so dope. I, I like this one so far. Like, this is one I'm, you, you, I like, you gotta keep week to week. Like, I gotta see what happens next. Yeah. I gotta see what happens next. Um, yeah, I, I, I absolutely love it. There's a deeper story, but I just, the, the problem I see with this one though is nothing is gonna fuck with him. Like I just don't think nothing can fuck with him. Period. At all? Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And then his PTSD. You don't think he gonna run into somebody that looked like a an old manager or something? <laughs> and he'd he be like, "That'd be funny as fuck." Man. I don't that's, know if I can deal with this. That's my devil as a that's my devil as a part timer kind of comedy right there. I love that shit. But no, I don't. Ooh. I don't think so. I think what I think this is gonna boil down to is how good is the entertainment value of him being as, as fucking powerful as he is. Cause he didn't even touch half the fucking spells he has. Like, and, and he even went to weaker spells. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has, so he has so too much shit. So like, I think this is going to be something that's extremely interesting to see if he can carry that OP character. Like for instance, um, our guy from, um, Misfit Demon King Academy Like There was still Enough there Even though he was Super powerful And nothing could really Fuck with him There was still enough Of a story or Enough of a Of a world Enough of a lore That had me like Very intrigued Oh um, I know Vodigo He The difference was That And I think our, our Character in this is, As well was, was nice about it Is that Anos uh, He didn't always Go in and just wipe the enemy mm-hmm. a lot of times he would like see what they were capable of before attacking right yeah and i think this character is similar right he's gonna sit back sometimes and see what's going on 
and then attack. So maybe we'll have some times where it, it seems like he's getting overwhelmed and he'll, he'll get an attack in or something like that. But let's just hope that it's actually going to have a, a good storyline to it. Because yeah. I would love, I would, I would love, um, I would love to see him just have a a a, a, a hell of a action filled and you know just good over good overall story and if they keep you know blending in his past with this it, i feel like it's gonna stay good hey y'all shout out to you you picked a good sleeper I'm finally <laughs> i'm looking forward to it all right man let's wrap you, you want me to do a recap on everything we talked no, about no hell no hell no <laughs> hell no i'm at polo born fly on all social media <laughs> I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Inst- on Twitter. Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and look at us up on YouTube. Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And as always, Mike Mike, Mike, Mike Check. Check. Polo was about to have me do a whole recap on fucking what? <laughs> Come on. Bro. Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?